Welcome to our podcast series of Coffee with Accord, where we discuss various peace and security related topics, including ongoing and emerging conflicts in Africa, policy developments, evolving theories, and innovative approaches to peace and security. Our guests are conflict resolution practitioners, experienced mediators, and policymakers within the peace and security landscape. Enjoy this episode and feel free to leave your comments. Coffee with Accord is published by the African Center for the Constructive Resolution of Disputes. The views and opinions expressed in this production do not reflect the views of Accord and its affiliates. Good day and a warm welcome to Coffee with Accord. My name is Luandi Lemoyo and in this episode we speak to Dr. Alu Garang, Head of the Mission for EGAD to the Republic of South Sudan on Regional Roles in Mediation. But... Before we get started, please grab a coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the short animated snippet that will contextualize today's conversation. See you soon. back everybody thank you again dr garang for joining us today how's it going how's the weather how's everything doing on your side um thank you very much for hosting me um Juve is lovely weather is good it's rainy season now and lots of rains uh, these days with a bit of flood in uh, some areas but Juba being a mountainous areas we don't normally feel the floods yeah, we've just gone into um, spring properly. Before we had a bit of rain, we had really cold weather, but um, we're happy for the weather. We're happy for the sun. Um, just to get right into it, I would like to talk to talk. I would like you to talk to us briefly about your journey to becoming a mediator. What led you down this path, and how has your earlier work as a legal practitioner influenced this? Um. One thing that I have noticed while uh, I was growing up is conflict is uh, rampant, conflict is everywhere, and uh, I've seen at least three models of handling conflict. Uh, the usual traditional mechanism of use of force or uh, the zero-sum approach uh, has been uh, adamant uh, in all experiences I've seen being uh, a South Sudanese living in Sudan, um, where war was one of the tools for resolving conflict. Um, yeah. The successive governments of Sudan uh, trying to enforce uh, their version of law and order, uh, avoiding addressing the political and social concerns, uh, and even economic concerns. Yes. So that was one tool. 
And um, as somebody who was at the receiving end, one of the civilians affected by the conflict, uh, I didn't think that war was the best way of, of handling conflict. Uh, fortunately, I managed to study law, um, being also coming from a society where uh, people uh, claimed uh, marginalization, suffered from marginalization. Yeah. Uh, we needed to restore our rights, so I studied law uh, at the Faculty de Duat, uh, Faculty of Law in Cairo University and uh, in Egypt. And also the legal uh, aspects of, uh, of resolving conflict seem to, to have fell short um, in providing sustainable solutions for existing conflicts mm -hmm. because also in the legal uh, process there is always this win or lose uh, Definitely. dichotomy where the other side feels sometimes uh, aggrieved beyond uh, losing the case and um, fortunately also I have participated in a couple of arbitrations and uh, as much as arbitrations try to also make both sides feel they're all winning something. They still, uh, this space where one party feels they're losing more than they should have uh, lost. And, and, and based on that, uh, I, I had a feeling at some point that I, I needed to experience something different. And uh, mediation was that different uh, experience that I was uh, exposed to. Luckily enough, I came to mediation through realization of, of how a mediator conducts mediation. I was a negotiator myself uh, on the South Sudan-Sudan's conflict uh, or post-conflict uh, arrangements in preparations for uh, South Sudan's independence. So for four years, I've been negotiating with my counterparts from the Republic of Sudan from 2008 uh, till 2012. And when I got an opportunity to work on mediation in 2013, I took it as an opportunity to sharpen uh, a bit of my uh, acquired skills and also um, strengthen that capacity that uh, needs to be strengthened in order to be able to deliver not only to uh, people in my country, but people of the EGAD region. Mm -hmm. Africa and the whole world. Yes. Um, Dr. Garang, please feel free to grab a cup of coffee and just sip on it as we go along. But what would you classify as a defining moment in your career? Um, <laughs> it's, um, it's a day where the, the, uh, the special envoy for Sudan, South Sudan, as an American special envoy uh, who asked South Sudan um, to consider um, paying something called transitional financial arrangements to Sudan, which is basically an assistant from South Sudan to okay. Sudan. While at the time, people in Sudan were much better off. They have roads, they have schools, they have a system that has been running for the last 60 years. Uh, on the contrary, people of South Sudan had nothing uh, in place and they were trying to build up 
to meet the aspirations of the people of the, the Republic of South Sudan who voted for that independence. That, uh, that moment, nobody was able uh, to actually comprehend why this request uh, was made. But it seems the, the, the mediator at the time, uh, President Thabo Mbeki, uh, seemed to have uh, galvanized on that uh, American pressure on the Republic of South Sudan and pushed for it. And, um, and, 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 and at the time, I, I became curious, uh, why would a mediator take mm. such a stand? Later on, I came to realize that sometimes uh, you balance things up a little bit in order for things mm -hmm. to move. Uh, and that the Sudanese uh, negotiators at the time felt um, felt they will collapse. Yeah. The, the country will collapse after mm -hmm. South Sudan moves with all uh, the natural resources that existed. And, and, and that was the, the quest for them to be able to continue operating, uh, at least at minimum, mm -hmm to sustain the shock of independence of South Sudan. So that was a defining moment because it was shocking in the very beginning, uh, but later on I came to realize why it was done. Uh, not necessarily convinced that this could be the only way, but it was necessary at the yeah. time. Um, so since the creation of various mediation support units within the RECS, what would you say has been the most significant success and the most significant challenge? Um, the, 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 the most significant success is, uh, is we have ready capacities now that exist uh, at various levels, especially at IGAD, at the African Union, the UN level, where we, we avail um, possibilities of adequate response, more institutionalized mm -hmm. responses to opportunities uh, of conflict uh, prevention uh, rather than just resolution and um, and we, we have ready whether we call them technical experts or roster of mediators mm. or, or uh, a panel of, of the wise uh, we have already uh, exposed people trained people who come with also their own experiences in these various fields uh, so that's that's a success of its own and uh, that helps institutions, whether UN, African Union, IGAD, Commerce, and SADAC, to be able to be effective in deploying at the right time, uh, which is a, a complementary to an existing early warning systems, that uh, we are able to uh, make use of uh, an alert and be able to make the yes. difference uh, in de-escalating conflict or stopping conflict. Uh, however, the, the other challenge also came related to the early warning because often the, the warning is provided uh, and the intervention is at the level of uh, countries which are sovereign and there are very difficult opportunities uh, where intergovernmental entities like uh, Rex or African Union or UN be able uh, to push beyond the normal diplomatic channels uh, for conflict to be averted. Because there is this either denial at the government side, yeah. at the leadership side, 
uh, or sometimes uh, acknowledgement of the situation, but they would prefer a different uh, approach rather than the robots, uh, robots uh, interventions or uh, support that may come from outside. Yeah, so how do we ensure African ownership of peacemaking and conflict um, initiatives? And to what extent are the MSUs of the RECs responsible for delivering this? Um, I think for ownership to, to take place, we need to start to uh, put money where our mouth is. Yeah. If we, we talk of um, African solutions for African mm. problems, then Africans need to start owning by funding yeah. their own uh, initiatives. Uh, it's, it's not wrong to have support mm. from outside, uh, Europe or America or China for that matter, but it should be as a support rather than uh, the initial interventions. Uh, the second thing is that the MSUs themselves need to be um, institutionalized into these institutions, paid for by member states. Uh, the funds that these MSUs depend on needs to be uh, funded uh, by member states. Uh, we need to also use indigenous yeah. knowledge because uh, it's good to have theories around, but not every single theory that works in a certain uh, social, economic, uh, cultural context could be imported to African problems. Uh, it won't deliver. We have uh, wonderful models in Africa where conflict is resolved. Uh, and it's not any different if that same conflict uh, took place between states or between uh, political giants. Uh, we have a model in South Sudan, where we have seen a long war of 10 years between the, Dr. John Garang Dimabio, the then SPLA, SPLM leader, and his rival, the, his deputy, Dr. Machar, was uh, concluded in 1999 in what was known as Wunliet Conflict uh, Resolution uh, Conference. Uh, it's just a tree where elders sat down and both PhD holders uh, from the West had to come and adhere to existing African norms to resolve conflict. And they ended their own animosities and differences at that uh, moment. So I'm sure you have faced many challenges along your journey to becoming an esteemed mediator and leader. To anyone else thinking of following in your footsteps, I mean, especially Sudanese and South Sudanese youth who find themselves in the middle of their respective political transitions, what would be your advice or a few words of wisdom? Um, I, I believe uh, working now with youth and women groups, uh, working on uh, young women mediators and young youth mediators in general, both females and males, um, uh, there have been a lot of enthusiasm uh, of recent, and uh, I commend that, uh, that zeal because this space is not left for people who are gray-haired, uh, well-educated or whatever. It's a field for everybody. Conflict mm. is existing everywhere. And we all need to do our bits to try to resolve issues using other tools rather than war, conflict, uh, resolution mechanisms or the other mm -hmm. tools that exist. So what I would encourage the youth is to try to examine 
mediation where um, you could resolve a conflict by allowing the parties to take ownership, allowing the parties to be the one on the driving seat yeah. and find solutions, solutions that they themselves will respect, solutions they themselves uh, are going to, yeah. to own and honor. Uh, because often, if you go through other mechanisms, uh, it will be only the conditions. Yeah. The moment conditions change, um, uh, we will come back to yes. the reality. We've yeah. seen it in Afghanistan. We've seen it in, 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 in conflict where one party overpowers the other. And the moment conditions change and power comes back to this side or they became neutral, we are back to conflict again. So mediation is, is an art of uh, allowing ownership by the, mediate, uh, the, the, the parties, not the mediators. Uh, the negotiating parties, and hopefully with the wider stakeholders. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. Thank you, Dr. Garang, for making yourself available to talk to us in what has been an invigorating conversation. <laughs> Most importantly, thank you, the audience, for watching this episode of Coffee with the Court. Until next time, I have been your host, Blondile Moyo. Goodbye. Thank you for watching today's episode of Coffee with the Court. Do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can receive notifications every time we post a new episode. For more updates, like our Facebook page, African Center for the Constructive Resolution of Disputes, or follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at Accord Online. To learn more about Accord, visit our website www.accord.org.za.